episode 227 for May 2013. The Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast is sponsored by MailOrderComics.com. They have today's comics at yesterday's prices. And they have discounts that start at 38 and they go up to 75% off the cover price of new comics and trades. An example on this episode is on the Superior Foes of Spider-Man number 1. In this one, Boomerang recruits the Shocker, Speed Demon, Overdrive, and the Beetle to form a team to take on a superior hero. Now, the cover price for this one, $2.99. Mail order has it for just $0.75, which is 75% off the cover price. You can't beat that one, folks. So check them out at mailordercomics.com. Welcome back, gang, to our May edition of the Crawl Space 2013, if you will, recording on a Wednesday night. That's a first for us. We've never done that before, and strangely enough, we've got the whole panel. Let's introduce who we have. We have Kevin chowing down on a double quarter pounder as we speak. Well, I have completed the double quarter pounder, so I think I have my podcast Wednesday night fuel, and I've still got the fries to get me through. Ooh, there you go. There you go. That's what we call planning ahead, kids. (laughs) All right, welcome, Kev, and we have Bertoni, who has been released from jail. He's doing all right. He won't be. He'll be on the whole show this time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you guys laugh, but I mean, the listeners, all that they heard is, "Oh, guys, you know, I'm being pulled over by the cops, and then I disappear." So, <laughs> you, you say jail. The rumors are going to be flying. So, you, you were framed. The other guy did it. Well, the, the Avengers checked me out, and they said, "Okay, you know, you, you, you you're good to go. Just don't don't do any of that stuff again." Nice. Yeah, here, here, have have a CD of your brainwaves. <laughs> <laughs> and that chuckle you hear is Mr. Donovan. Welcome, Don. You had a birthday recently. Happy birthday. Ah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. What up? We'll start what up? The show with tons of energy because we're going to lose it later on. <laughs> Four hours later, here we are. Yeah. And we have Zach. What's going on, Zach? Oh, just... Uh... Living the dream, working in retail during inventory. Li- inventory. Living the... Dream working in retail. It's, and we have, it's inventory. I'm sorry. It's inventory season. So if I'm a little cranky, it's that's why. See, I thought it was wabbit season. No, it's, it's inventory season. <laughs> and we have Chris. What's going on, Chris? Well, the good news is that I got a job in another city, and the bad news is that I don't have an apartment there. So I'm driving 70 miles each way, and in order to make it to this lovely. Wednesday night podcast. I booked it through this strange May snow that we're having in Colorado. Um, so I've I've risked life and limb just to be here today. I don't think. Well, thank you for the dedication. And I don't think I've ever heard of May snow. I have. Really? In Texas, you've heard of May snow? Yes, and in my neck of the woods, we get what? we get we get the remnants of whatever Chris doesn't get. So. Uh, in this case, we're actually getting the remnants of what Chris is getting, so uh, it is headed my way. But my senior, my senior year in high school, it snowed 12 inches on May 5th. The next day, it was 75 degrees. They closed school because of this, <laughs> and so basically, we got a senior skip day with uh, that's yeah. that's nice. Yeah. That sounds nice. And last but not least, re- reporting in a cheap hotel room. Jr., what's going on? Jr.'s on the road. Now, 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 wait a minute. I was going to give you guys the choice of deciding where I was here. I was, I was going to give you the choice of deciding whether or not I'm in a luxury hotel in a major metropolitan city with caviar, champagne, and a couple of hookers, or... <laughs> 
Or I'm sit I'm sitting in a Marriott courtyard in Pittsburgh with a pint of ice cream, a couple of slices of pizza, and I'm talking to a bunch of other losers about Spider Man. You know? <laughs> I, I vote the hooker scenario. How about you all? Yeah, yeah I can <laughs> tell you this is what I imagine this is what I imagined for myself when I was like twenty one and right out of college and young and ambitious. Yeah, I saw myself at fifty years old sitting in a hotel room with a pint of ice cream talking to a bunch of other guys about Spider Man. Living the dream, baby. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, let's start the episode off. We've uh, got some iTunes reviews in, and I appreciate everybody writing those in. I, I asked for them, and four of them appeared during the month of April. So let's start with our first one. <clears throat> called uh, The handle is Chris McLean Fan, number one. Uh, subject title, Great Podcast, five out of five stars. I'm definitely a fan of the show. You guys are very obviously well endowed. <clears throat> what? Oh, in the, in, in the world of Spider-Man. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I'm for that. Uh, yeah, the, the, <laughs> that pause, you know, changes the whole context of his. Uh... I know it. I know. I just wanted to. Pause well, it's not here. wrong. Let's just push ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me start the sentence again. You guys are very obviously well endowed in the world of Spider-Man. And obviously, you know a heck of a lot about it. You guys inspired me to start my own blog, SpiderNerd2013.blogspot. Nice plug. And I want to give you guys credit for that. So thank you. Keep up the good work. Best Spidey podcast out there. So Mr. McLean fan, thank you very much. That was very nice. Thanks, think, guys. We're responsible for everything that, that his blog does now. <laughs> it's all our fault. Yeah, the Superior Podcast is getting some nice hits from us, I hear. From the uh, the he's he's probably throwing his Xbox controller right now because I just mentioned it again. Anyway, yeah, we created you know, them. <laughs> uh, Brad requested is the next subject title. Five out of five stars from Jay Garrett, eighty six. Irreverent and spectacular. Tons of great spidey discussion and news coverage. So, Mr. Garrett, thank you very much. Appreciate Thanks, that. Jesse. <laughs> oh yeah, Jesse's on our board, isn't he? Yeah. He does a podcast with one of our co-hosts. I don't want to hear about that. Thanks anyway. <laughs> uh, the next one, Jolly Jovial Jonah is the handle. Uh, subject title, great show, five out of five stars. Great podcast. A question to everyone. Have any of you guys seen... Evidently, we're taking iTunes recommendation questions now. <laughs> Have any of you guys seen the TV show Arrow? I've enjoyed it and wanted to see what the panelists think. Thanks again for the great podcast. Who watches Arrow on the show? I do. You like it? Yeah, Thumbs up. surprisingly freaking good, and it seems to only get better. And tonight's episode was absolutely fantastic. I just got done watching it. Haven't seen it yet. Shut up. Oh, Everybody hello. dies. Oh, no. <laughs> <clears throat> well, thank you, Mr. Jovial Jonah. Jo Jolly Jovial Jonah. That's hard to say, JJJ, though. <laughs> uh, Husky Pride uh, is to handle a subject title, A Great Group and One Superior Podcast. Five out of five stars. And he goes on to say, for the past few years, I've tuned in regularly for the Spider-Man Crawl Space podcast hosted by the great Brad Douglas. Ah, uh, thank you. <laughs> his podcast and his motley crew of webheads make this podcast a real joy to listen to each and every month. From interviews to unique views on the current happenings on the wall crawler's world, the Spider-Man Crawl Space podcast is something you can't miss. So, gang, I appreciate that. That was very nice of everybody to write in. Uh, just go to iTunes, search Spider-Man, scroll to podcast. It's one of the first things you'll see. And just write a review, and I'll read it on the air. All right, time to tackle the spider news of the past month. What's been going on, gang? Uh, we've got 
a lot of electro pictures, it seems. Kevin, what what uh, has shown up online? Tell me a bit about this. Oh, uh, weird shit, Brad. <laughs> Tell me about that. Uh, we're not talking shirt. about your Saturday night, okay? We're not talking uh, about your Saturday hi-oh. night. Hey, symbol. Um, <laughs> first thing that popped up was a picture of Jamie Foxx in a hood with a blue face and some blue Christmas lights in the hood. And He's not exaggerating, yeah. Yeah, this is what uh, we were... It was billed as an image of Electro. Now, a lot of people kind of make comparisons to Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, which is not a comparison you ever want. Um, my assumption is this is not what Electro is going to look like in the final product. That's kind of a... I think that's kind of a silly thing to think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, obviously it's a template, but I I could be wrong. I doubt we're going to see those lights inside the hood once the uh, the CGI is finished. I'm sure it's... Uh, an effect on his face to have that will have more effects layered onto it. Um, so that's my opinion. I don't think it should be judged as it is right now. Um, it looks stupid right now. Let's face it. It looks he, he's he's a hooded Smurf. Um, of course, the thing that was funny to me was major news outlets saying um, he's in his electro blue look. I'm like, if you've read a comic book, electro is not blue. Uh, Hello. He, even the even the ultimate. What color is the ultimate? Yellow. Like, it looks like you know lightning. <laughs> no, the ultimate one's blue, isn't it? Like later on. Uh, uh, he may in the video game. Later he is. On. Yeah, I just remember those early covers. It was like yellow lightning. You might be right, right. though, Don. Um. Anyway, so we the also, next thing we, we get have, is oh, yeah. is uh, images of just Jamie Fox as Max Dillon pre Electro, and man, could he not look any more like a sad sack? It is. <laughs> it is rough. Guy's yeah. got a comb over and not a good one. It's <laughs> oh, um, so I mean it. It's kind of he's seeing, got a pencil. He's got a pocket protector too. You know, Sam. Yeah, seeing these pictures is kind of lending more credence to uh, what I think we were all saying after Jamie Foxx described his role in the movie, and that is this sounds an awful lot like Edward Nigma in Batman Forever, <laughs> and yeah. seeing this is. You know, he's got these big, thick glasses and buck teeth and a lab coat, like so he's just the dorky scientist nobody's paying attention to. It's, it's just starting to look a lot like Edward Dingman Batman Forever 2. Um, so. Also, in these pictures, you're getting a better look at what the spider costume looks like, too, and I, I don't think I've heard a complaint yet. No, I have no complaints about the spider costume. It looks really good. The only thing I would complain about is in the third post that we have of, like, new images of Spider-Man hanging on a wall, that is some featuring of the spider junk, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's not a 3D. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the funny thing is the last one, the last of those pictures is one that actually has his hand over his crotch. And <laughs> the first comment is from George Berryman saying, why is Spider-Man touching his crotch? I think somebody told him how obvious it was, and he's just trying to cover it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like he just he's, he's just like saying to everybody these nuts. Like, <laughs> uh, so, do you like his look? I mean, are you are you still waiting for more before you make a decision, Kev? Uh, for Spider Man, I like his look a lot. I think the costume was great for Max Dillon slash Electro. I'm sure it'll play in the movie as pictures. I think it looks like crap, but I mean, yeah. how many times have we had superhero movies where there's advanced? picks, you know, snapped by paparazzi or something beforehand, and they look like crap, but, you know, you see the movie and it's a whole different context. 
Prime. Also, especially with Electro, I think it's going to be a big effects character. I think there's some more effects we're going to see on it that we haven't seen yet. Prime. Let's open up to the panel. What are your thoughts on the Jamie Foxx Smurf? <laughs> I, Never had that I, I actually like uh, the Jamie Foxx uh, Dr. Manhattan Smurf, Mr. Freeze, however you want to make the joke. Dr. Manhattan, <laughs> nice. At least like, there's no swinging junk. Well, well, that's on, that's on our hero. <laughs> that's in the third act. Um, I, I mean, I, I can see, I can totally see how people wouldn't like it. It is very Hollywood esque, but I think that one, the image that I put on the front page, like that, was actually one of the cooler images because I, I don't know, he looks intimidating. His eyes are different, and yeah, there are sort of like you know uh, driveway lights on on the hood for some reason. But I thought it looked kind of cool. I thought it was uh, it was a new take, and um, I think the image of his Max Dillon character is. It looks awful, but it's uh, clearly intentionally awful. Um, it's yeah. funny that they would take like this, you know, kind of you know built handsome actor like Jamie Foxx and really make him look completely undesirable. But I mean, that's what actors do, I suppose. So um, I thought that the Max Dillon thing was interesting, but I thought the Electro was was pretty cool. And uh, I, I love the Spider-Man costume. Like this is this is my favorite one, but by far, I mean, the only way I think this could get even cooler. I mentioned this to Brad before is if they get give it web pits. But this is like perfect to me. Yeah, I, I love the suit. Uh, anybody else? Your thoughts on Jamie Foxx? I'm with everyone else, which is uh, let's let's wait to see how it plays on screen. And the thing I go back to is, uh, oh, it was like this time last year or two years ago when we had that really really bad like stunt Spider-Man paparazzi pics where he's in like the sneakers and he's um, he's making love to the back of another man. <laughs> There's junk mean? in the face in those, man. Yeah, there was junk in the face. I agree. What's up with the junk? Being, you know, <laughs> the central object in the in these uh, in these pictures. I just don't. Well, we we got to modernize Peter Parker. You know, make him uh, give him that appeal. Yeah, I mean, I, I know he amazing spider junk. That's sexual yeah. appeal. Uh, they just want you to say Peter Parker package. Well, and I <laughs> I was thinking about the fact that we I only thought there was two web shooters that were going to be featured in this film, but apparently you thought wrong. <laughs> thwip thwip thwip. <laughs> You are so immature. Wait, am I, I, am I back on the porn review? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Paint them, uh, Chris, what do you think? I heard, haven't heard your thoughts, man. Well, I, I concur with pretty much what everyone else has said. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think Blue Electro, he looks okay. You know, I, I'm one of the people who thinks that Electro's original look is just really, really stupid. The only problem is that every time, like, they've tried to change it in the comics, it's looked even worse. <laughs> um, so I, I didn't know what they could do in the movie, because I just think that weird starfish head would look ridiculous, and people would just laugh at it if it was, on, if it was in live action. Um, but and this I don't know like the kind of the, the blue bald guy look is a little bit generic um, because it was it was done in um, Mr. Freeze and it was done in it's done in Watchmen. Um, it has been done. But sacrilege for dissing Ditko though. Wow. Uh, you know what? <laughs> like it, it is it's, it is a stupid costume. I, I, you know Ditko didn't win every time. Um, <laughs> Well, and just because it worked in the '60s comic book doesn't mean that it would work on screen in 2013. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, what would that? What would the face even be made out of? Uh, <laughs> well, and the idea, I think, in a movie like this, that the guy went off and made himself a green costume and sewed lightning bolts into it, is just really stupid. 
I thought I thought the tattoo on the face, which they've done the most recent Electro in the comics, I think would be doable on, on screen. I don't know. It would be, but it would still. I mean, it would be just a bald guy with a weird face, and that's basically what this is. So. <laughs> I think it's the most reminiscent towards. I've said, I've said this before. The MTV Electro, which was kind of like like oh god, blue and, yeah. yeah, there we go. Well, wait, uh, the MTV, the MTV Electro was like a frat boy or something that got hit with paintballs, and that's why I looked yep. the way he looked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Brian Michael Bendis on that one. Wow, it's his fault, man. Jr. We haven't heard. Tell the hookers to stop. Uh, we need to talk to you, Jr. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of? <laughs> This look, man. Uh, I thought I was going to say they're they're busy. Their mouths are their mouths are full right now. But uh, oh anyway, my goodness. Uh, they are. I'm going to say. Oh, wow. Wow. Gosh. Of, of ice anyway, cream, man. I actually I actually kind of like the look of Electro. To be honest, I mean, uh, nice. um, I didn't notice that he was bald. But uh, then again, I mean, if you were charged with electricity, you probably would fry your hair off, wouldn't you? Uh, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing it uh, on the on the big screen and probably in 3D and you know CGI and everything. And it, it might be pretty good. Yeah. All right, we have another bit of movie news uh, that just actually came out today, and Don put this on the front page. Tell me a little bit about it, Don. Uh, well, actually, just today and the day we're recording this, which I won't give away which first May this is. Um, like uh, <laughs> Paul Giamatti. I, I think it's Paul Giamatti. Um, we don't know. It, it, it's, I think it's supposed to be the character, you know, like like the Rhino character, or Oleski Setsevich, or however you want to characterize this. But the guy who's Paul Giamatti is supposed to be playing, whether it actually is him or not, is seen. Like, he's he's bald. He has this kind of, like, lobotomy tattoo fence on his forehead, and he's you know, some some, you know, prison scars all over him. Or, or I say scars, like tattoos, and he's wearing an Adidas windbreaker. And so that means he's evil. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I mean, like, I mean, basically, uh, he's, the, he's a member of the mob. Yeah, okay. The internet is sort of like like passing around the idea that this could be Ryan up before he gets into costume or not. Um, I'm not. I mean, I guess we're supposed to assume this is Rhino. I can't really make a decision on it because you know there's n- there's nothing else besides this is this is like one of those things that they didn't release. Paparazzi kind of just took a picture of it, but uh, it's weird because the the guy's face doesn't look real <laughs> it's like he's wearing this kind of like flesh mask and uh which i didn't yeah. think, which i thought only existed in comic books <laughs> and um it's it's a, it's, it's a strange look yeah it's it's interesting i mean I, I can't say it's good or bad but like uh if that's rhino before he becomes rhino i think that's an interesting look for him you know it's sad when you think a horn on in the middle of his head would make an improvement i mean that's, <laughs> that's actually really pathetic <laughs> oh man that's bad what do you guys think of this image that leaked about the rhino, allegedly? I need to see more. It's it's not even enough to give me an impression, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, all we really know from this is that he's going to have some prosthetics on his face. I mean, it looks like he's got a heavy uh, forehead prosthetic and something on his cheeks. I think, I yeah. think that's what's making it look fake. Is there's definitely prosthetics put in there, but I'm not even sure this is finished. So you think he's got fake cheeks and they've made him bald, like a prosthetic on his forehead? Well, it looks like he's got a forehead. He, I'm, I'm just saying this looks like. I mean, this is a hard picture to really say for sure anything, but right. it looks what like he might black... have like a, a prosthetic to make a, a larger brow ridge, which is a little bit more, you know, Cro-Magnon, caveman type thing. So I guess to make him look stupid. Yeah, caveman brow, yeah. 
What is that black thing right where his tonsil would be? It looks like a headset or something. What is that? Can you guys? It might be headphones. I mean, if you look at okay. what he's wearing, it's like tracksuit and gold chains. So we're going for like cheesy, cheesy, low-level Russian mob, maybe. Das <laughs> bedanke, okay. comrade. Well, the headset might like be. We uh... could communicate with the director under the costume. He reminds me of the um, like the landlord from the new Hawkeye series. Like that, like the guy who's like saying "bro" every other line. I was totally <laughs> about to make a Hawkeye bro joke. So word. <laughs> <laughs> Jr., what do you think of this image? Have you seen it? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now, and I guess the reason he's bald is because he's evil. Because you know we know the bald guys are evil. So is that right, that's why I, I figure that's why I figure I the look s- is all about. What what if you shave it? No, just kidding. Well, yeah, I'm evil. All right, <laughs> I'm I'm the evil negative webmaster. You're the kingpin of the crawl space, Brad. Yeah, pimp it. <laughs> well, you're the kingpin. <laughs> all right, let's go around the horn. Any final thoughts about all this movie wrap up that we've got? We've got a couple inside peeks of what the villains might look like. Um, I, I, I'll just reiterate again, like how pleased I am with the costume. I mean, really. The, I think the mask is the only uh, actual difference between that and the Raimi suit besides the, the rays webbing a bit darker. But uh, it's funny how much of a difference that can make because I, I can't stop grinning at that suit. Oh, yeah, dude. That, I mean, that suit is amazing, literally. Hey. <laughs> Hi-oh. All right, let's move on to video game news. We haven't had video game news in a while. Uh, Zach, you've got this one. We've got two trailers for new, two new games. Um, did you read the chat window, Brad? No. <laughs> Just start talking. Feel free. <laughs> okay. So uh, I I watched the trailer of for the uh, okay for the Lego uh, the Marvel Lego game and and if you've not played any of the Lego games they're absolutely completely and utterly fun. Uh, they've got Lego Indiana Jones, Lego DC. Uh, excuse me, Lego Batman. Lego Batman Two was the first one to have actual voices, which is a tradition that is now carried on to the Marvel uh, Lego game. So uh, basically, it's it's a, it's a very much a teaser. You get the Hulk, Thor, um, Deadpool, Spider Man, of course, and uh, they're staring at a ominous threat that looks remarkably like Galactus. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tony Stark then pops his fa- face shield open and says, <laughs> "I think we're going to need a bigger team." So uh, looks like there's going to be a lot of characters you're going to be able to play from. No doubt. Even even a little Lego Deadpool, I think it looks cute. Yeah, I don't think that's what Deadpool wants to hear. Is him looking cute? <laughs> He's like a cute chimichanga. Yeah, <laughs> he'd love that. Uh, are you excited? I haven't played any Lego games before. Uh, Do you like them? This is okay. I've I've played both Lego Batman's. Okay. I've played Lego Indiana Jones, but uh, this is probably the first one I'll buy, just because it looks fun. Mm. Oh, you ran the other ones? Yeah. Uh, my so, my. So you- I'm sorry. So you don't have to be a kid to enjoy him? To... No, no. I mean, uh, no. Michael Bailey has expressed many times uh, on the show, uh, well, not on the show, but that he has enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, they, they've got little, I mean, little cute little things like uh, you'll bust something open, bust an object open, and it'll have a bunch of Legos, and you'll build the Lego oh, Legos cool. into a, like a like a wrench or something like that. It's 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 it's, it's fun. Um, I enjoyed it. Now this other trailer. I was trying to tell Brad. I cannot. You I can't. You weren't able to open it. Yeah. It basically, it's the Mar- MMO Marvel trailer, and it's like, I don't know. Is this going to be for PS3 or Xbox, or is it just PC? I, I don't know. 
I've um, just not watched it. It looks like a PC game. Yeah, it's, yeah, it does look like a PC game. And with MMOs, usually you're gonna. I mean, the exceptions was uh, DC Universe Online uh, was for PS3, but I don't anticipate it being on the consoles. I bet you it's a PC game. I I've never played any MMO on PC. Have you, any of you guys? No, I'm not a PC gamer. Not really. Because uh, that'd be like World of Warcraft stuff, right? It's been a long time. I played City of Heroes for a little while. I had fun with it. Yeah. Do you get a joystick or are you keyboarding it? How do you do that? Uh, I've done both. I had a joystick uh, and I've, I've keyboarded. I prefer the joystick, though, personally. Yeah. That's okay. Any- <laughs> I prefer my own joystick. Let's just make that perfectly clear. <laughs> you haven't tried his joystick. Uh, hey, now. X, Y, Z, alt, delete. Uh <laughs> I'm looking forward to the Deadpool game. Have you seen the trailers for that? I think that looks that so looks small. pretty cool. That looks that, boss. I'm I'm day one purchase on that one. I'm down for that. Who who thinks there will not there will not be an Amazing Spider-Man two game in the very near future? Oh, there why will not? Be. There will. I'm be. just I'm 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 being facetious. I, I know there's. <laughs> Here's a question: uh, Jr. Is Spencer buying Marvel Legos? <laughs> I don't, you know, I, uh, if you had asked me that about six months ago, I would have said definitely because he's got, uh, he has both uh, the uh, uh, Lego uh, Batman games, he's got Lego Star Wars, he's got Lego Harry Potter, I think. Uh, but the last few months or so, he's been absolutely hooked on his Xbox and and talking with other gamers and playing Resident Evil and all that other kind of stuff. So I don't know if he would be in the Lego Marvel. He might have outgrown Marvel. No, he didn't outgrow Marvel. His father didn't. <laughs> Father's cursed. Yeah, that, that, that's what my wife keeps reminding me about when I said, well, maybe he'll grow out of it. Well, why? His father didn't. <laughs> now, is there any other gamers? I know, Kevin, you're not a gamer. God, no, a gamer? I'm so bored right now. <laughs> 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 Screw you, Cushing. Good, good lord. JR, pass him some ice cream and a hooker. Uh, <laughs> if that was possible, why wasn't he doing it to begin with? <laughs> John, you have a PS3, don't you? I think you do. Me? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I've played one game on it and watched a Blu-ray on it, and it's been sitting in my apartment for the last almost over a year now. <laughs> I would call you a gamer, then. <laughs> well, I, I, I play games every day with the kids at work, but it's like, you know, it's it's their games. You know, I, I don't really play games on my own recreationally that much anymore occasionally. Um, but the, and, the last Spider-Man game that I remember playing was right. um, that one where uh, Web of Shat... Well, actually, no, I did play the Dan Slot ones. I played those. Uh, those were fun. I liked them. Yeah. The the Shattered Dimensions and Peter David did Edge of Time. I thought that was okay. Yeah, and I played before that the Web of Shadows one where um everyone has the alien costumes. I, I couldn't get past that sniper level for the life of me, but... It's been so long since I played that. What's the one game you have on your PS3? I'm curious. Uh, My brother rented one of the... Oh, I, I don't even remember what game it was. See, I got it, <laughs> and um um I had... um. A person in my life who um, had a HD TV, so we kind of left it at their house. While oh, okay. you know, when we watched like Blu-rays on it, and after uh, that person was no longer in my life, the Blu-ray yeah. went back to my home and my you know crappy um, standard definition TV. And oh, I, I haven't hooked it up. Well, it's not that bad. <laughs> Don, what system do you have? Uh, Are you a gamer? I'm a PlayStation man. Oh my! All right, hey. PS3, huh? Yeah, um, I actually um. 
when I was in high school, I was big in the game. You know, when I was in grade school, when I went to college, mm-hmm. just you know, just by the nature of you know leaving, like going to another place, I just didn't gain that much. So like when I graduated, I kind of wanted to catch up. So I, I went and got a uh, Shattered Dimensions, and I'm still not yeah. being that. I'm not very far. I've, I've only gotten past Craven on that, and like I, I have like a wow. uh, you know. The, the the movie games and uh, Ultimate Spider Man. I remember saving up to buy that game, but I've not played. I've not played a lot of games nearly as much as I used to. Um, this Lego game I might be down for because the Lego games always look fun. Um, they get uh, maybe it's my impression, but they go cheap pretty quick too. They get to twenty bucks pretty quick. They do because like I mean I remember what coming out of school and finding out that games were no longer fifty dollars; they were sixty dollars and being aghast. So I would yeah. I would not get this on on opening day. I just wouldn't. Right. Chris, are you a gamer? Yes, but um, I'm a little bit behind the curve. I only have a PlayStation 2, and uh, I my plan has always been to just, uh, because the games are so expensive, and you know and the good ones never come out when a system launches. So my plan has always been to get a PlayStation 3 when the PlayStation 4 came out, and just always <laughs> be one behind. And that way, you know, you every like website that's ever made a top... 10 games or something has already, you know, come up with the best games that has, that has ever been on that system. And so I'll just, it just seems like a, a lot, um, a lot wiser to me. And it, and those games will be new to me. So maybe in like five years, I'll get Lego Marvel. There you go. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, let's move on to, oh, this is a sad one, Josh. I saw this the other day. Uh, oh, a little five-year-old boy was struck and killed, and, and, and such a sad story, and he was in a spider casket. Yeah, his name was oh, this, so sad. Cameron Ward, and uh, yeah. struck by a car on Easter Day in England, and um, uh, I don't know that much about international holidays. I uh, Do they have the same Easter that we do? Is it on the same day? Let's pretend yes, that we do. I think it's re- universally recognized thanks to the Catholic Church. Okay, well, yeah, you never know, because there's, you know, different holiday celebrations on different Boxing days. Day. But a cute little five-year-old boy, he was just struck by a car and killed. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's uh, what a thing for any parent to go through. And uh, But the the, the spider casket, thats um, I'm looking at the pictures of it right now, because apparently he loves Spider-Man, and they wanted Spider-Man to be with him even in death, so... And also, the horses that uh, drew the casket to the funeral home, I guess, or whatever... They, it had red plume, red and blue plumes coming out of the horse, uh, or attached to the horse. So I just think that's so sad that he yeah. that happened to him. But it's it was such a, I think it's such a nice tribute that his parents did for him, since he was five and loved Spider Man. Yeah, normally a lot of um, I mean I can't speak for a lot of grieving parents, but I know that in a lot of cases it's hard for them so soon after death to embrace, you know something that their kids love so much and especially on a level like doing this at a funeral you don't see stuff like that often because of how painful an experience it is so it is nice that they're honoring their son that way and i actually i i never even thought about this but i googled spider-man casket and evidently for kids that are killed or whatever the parents do do something like i saw one uh, a parent put like Spider-Man stickers around the uh, casket, and and some had balloons, etc. At the uh, uh, funeral, I mean, it's just something I w- wish no parent would have to go through. But it's nice that parents do that for their kids. I just think that was really sweet when I saw that story. 
All right, we won't spend too much time on that. I just wanted to share that that little story I saw online. Uh, We've also got uh, a fun one with Don on this one about an England police group working in Spider-Man. Tell me a bit about this one. (laughs) So, so, according according to your your report on this, um, in Workingham, England, the police want more Twitter followers because they want girls to like them, I suppose. So they they get out, you know, a, a posable Spider-Man action figure and put them on pictures. I guess I guess during their stakeouts. This is <laughs> I don't understand. Like, like um, it's kind of funny, but like it really does kind of scream of you know, like we need dates. <laughs> <laughs> we need dates. <laughs> the police officers need dates. It's like, oh, it's Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I'm being extremely racist right now. I apologize. That's <laughs> the black guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I just swerve. But uh, I mean, I mean uh, it's, it's fun. You know, it's always fun because we're all Spider-Man fans. It's funny to see Spider-Man uselessly put on anything. But like, I mean, in this situation, I honestly don't get it. <laughs> but it's it's, it's funny. It's it's amusement. It's, I mean, come on! You're you're sitting there. You're on a stakeout. You're you're watching the same house doing the same exact thing. Nothing has changed in the house. You're sitting there and you're and you've been in there for seven and a half hours. You've got a, a fat guy next to you with a greasy burger who has probably farted seven times, and it's stunk up the entire the entire van. Exactly, and and so you know you 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 had your bag of your kids' toys with you and and um, like. Your son stuck in a Spider-Man action figure and says, oh, I, oh, "Look, a Spider-Man action figure." Let's I do you. know that, like a lot of, uh, uh, and, and like Europe and other another cars, a lot of cars like have like these uh, cameras on their dashboard in case right. something goes down. So I'm wondering, like you know, if, if they're stopping like you know a guy who has like you know a stolen car or something, they actually take the the, the toy out and like you see on the camera, you know, like 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 license registration, please. Like, why am I talking to a toy? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> This is Pete, this is Peter Parker. Peter Parker just pulled me over. <laughs> You're sounding like a Brooklyn accent there, sir. <laughs> over. Hey, go F, go F yourself. That just went weirdly southern. <laughs> we're gonna somebody like like Stephen Broom and like 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 a wombat or on a You guys we, suck. Well, I love one of the pictures because since this is audio, you guys can't see it. But you, if you go to the front page, you can. There's a female cop with a speed gun, and Spider-Man's in the foreground. Photo bombing. <laughs> He's photo bombing the speed trap. I just think it's the funniest damn thing. <laughs> I'm on your Twitter in your photographs. Uh, Jr., what do you think of the police using Spider-Man <laughs> for Twitter followers? He's like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, what? I don't know. What can I say? I mean, obviously, obviously, it must be pretty damn boring to be a cop in England. You know, probably because you probably because you can't pack a gun. That's the thing. You know, they don't pack guns, so they got to play with Spider-Man toys. You know, they don't. They don't pack guns. I didn't know. They this. use billy clubs. Yeah, they're, they're, it's like Daredevil is the police. <laughs> they, they can see though. Clarify. <laughs> <laughs> Like the yeah, and and then, and then they go into pl- and then they go into police boxes and uh, you know travel through time. But uh, yeah, there you go, <laughs> all wow. the time. Yeah. Sounds legit. Yay! Yeah, Chris, what do you think of the uh, Spider-Man Twitter? I think I think it's good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I see a lot of middle uh, fingers right now. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Jr., you got this one. This one's been making a lot of headlines. 
Evidently, there is a Spider-Man Hollywood Boulevard thief. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this one, Jr.? Uh, well, I was about to say, I, uh, I'm wondering, what? you know, I'm thinking, what's that? Do a little setup. What happened? He's, he stole like six grand. Yeah, yeah, well, I was going to say, well, I knew that wild crawling weasel was a menace, and he's finally shown his true colors. Robinson, <laughs> read you page one, Spider-Man menace, steal sack of Samoans from senior citizen. Let's put in that he stole his old, let's stole his. Let's put in that he stole the old man's walker and pictures as well. Here, 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 here. Um, <laughs> well, apparently, well, apparently, what happened? Well, first of all, this he stole money. This guy in the Spider-Man suit stole money from an employee of, I guess, the Star the Starlines tour bus. The guy had a sack of money with six thousand bucks in it. Okay, <laughs> well, that's not the strange thing. The strange thing is, <laughs> the strange thing is, this guy was 89 years old. I mean, it's yeah. like, what the hell? What the hell? What the hell are they doing? You know, one employing an 89-year-old guy to give tours. You know, I mean, how fast <laughs> can it, how how fast can he possibly be going? You know, I mean, uh, you know, and then it's like, and it is like, why are you giving him a lot of money? I mean, it's like you know, screw a security guard or a cop or even a bodybuilder. Hell, have an eighty-nine-year-old man pack your day's receipts. I mean, come on, a, a, you know, Ava could have knocked this guy over, you know, and, and stolen his money. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm just envisioning a guy like the guy from the movie Up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, apparently, you know, and, and of course, you know, Los Angeles here, you got all these, you know, uh, all these panhandlers. You know, in Cleveland, the panhandlers, you know, just look like bones. But I guess in Hollywood, the panhandlers all wear superhero costumes. Uh, <laughs> You know, so so you know, read, reading the news that uh, you know uh, you, you jump to when you link, it says other local superheroes, among them Superman, Batman, and Catwoman, have said they would help police in the search for the masked felon around the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, you know, that, that, that that's that, that's what I want. You know, when I'm a cop, I want a bunch of panhandling guys in superhero costumes going around, you know, looking for criminals. Um, you know, and then and then there's a video. You know, some flake is Captain America says that he, the Hulk, and Green Lantern are going to go looking for him. Ooh, you know, I bet that guy's scared now. You know, oh, shit, you know. Guys, you know, guys dressed as Hulk, Green Lantern, and Captain America are looking for me. I guess I better, you know, better head to the Virgin Islands and hide out for a while. Um Beckendale, yeah. Got, got, and then watching, and then watching the news here. There were, you know, they, they, this is just the thing. They, they, uh, they, they lead off their news, talk about this story, and then the lady says, "In our next half hour, we're going to talk to some other guy dressed as Spider-Man and hear what he has to say about this crime." Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Like oh yeah oh, oh yeah that's gonna keep me riveted to that channel and keep me from flipping over to Dancing with the Stars so I can see what some so I can see what other panhandling goofball in a costume has to say <laughs> yeah and, and then the and then the reporter signs off saying as one person summed it up it's not very superhero esque <laughs> I mean is that what passes is that what passes for news these days. I mean, I hate to be a TV newsman these days, you know, and see my profession, you know, stoop down to that level. You know, now maybe if the gas, 
Now, maybe if a gadget guy knocked over an ice cream truck, that might hold my <laughs> attention. But, uh, you know, no, no, this, this. I have to admit, if this w- this came across the desk, I would cover it. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> this way, like, every time, like, somebody dresses up a superhero to rob things, they always dress up as Spider-Man. Well, that's because it's an easy costume. The whole, whole, whole face is covered. And because it's it can be anybody, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, wait a minute, I want to see an interview. I don't want to see an interview with another idiot dressed as Spider-Man. I want to see an interview. I want to see an Well, it was funny, though, to watch the video and see all these other morons get, get Spider-Man get cuffed. But I, I want to see an interview with the 89-year-old guy. You know, first of all, you know, I want to know, I want to know why he is working at 89 years old. You know, I mean, was his pension plan that bad? Did his 40K lose that much money in the stock market? Uh, collapse, you know, and then I want to talk to the tour bus, see the tour bus company explain why they've hired an 89-year-old guy and why they're allowed to let them handle $6,000 in the day's receipts. Those are the interviews I want to see. Well, you know, I, I, can, I can tell you exactly how that interview would go down and be like, oh, well, you know, I've been doing this for, you know, 75 years. I started off as a 25-year-old struggling actor. Not unlike oh, our Kevin Cushing. math, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> he was 14 when he started, according to you. <laughs> and he sounds constipated. I mean, <laughs> he's a Spider-Man. He's, uh, he's 89 years old. years. He's not. What? What? He, he, what for Tony? How could he be a Spider-Man impersonator for 75 years? Yeah, Spider-Man's only 50. <laughs> he's well, an old man. I, I think he's 89. Was 89, not the Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, I love it. If okay. Spider-Man was 89 that robbed the thing, that would be a hilarious story of how he robbed <laughs> the One of my favorite parts of that whole uh, interview, or that whole news segment, was all the cuffed Spider-Mans. Everybody dressed as a Spider-Man was in cuffs. <laughs> for God's sake, it's like, it really was make Kev- look bad. Kevin, describe Hollywood Boulevard. Is it like that? Is it just nuts? That is uh, mostly Hollywood and Highland, which is a really, okay. really big tourist place. It's where, like, Madame Tussauds and everything is, and Roman's Chinese Theater. Um, mm-hmm. And on that part of the sidewalk, you have superheroes all over the place. They're posing for pictures with people. I have never been asked for money by one. I mean, they're, I'm hearing them described as panhandlers. I mean, God knows there's no other reason for them to be there than to try to get tips and money, but I've never had one come up to me and ask for money, ever. Um, they mostly seem like pretty fun people, um, and they just, like, they pose with kids. They talk to people. They talk to a lot of kids. Um and and yeah, so that's that's a big part of Hollywood and Highland. You have everybody from you know those kind of superheroes we're talking about. To, you have people dressed up as uh, a transformer. You got Optimus Prime over here. You got uh, you got Sheena over there. You got a stormtrooper this way. It's it's just everything. It sounds like the San Diego Comic Con did not leave, and it just ends up during the rest of the year on a Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like a it's like a cosplay corner down there. Uh, <laughs> and usually, I never see them away from Hollywood and Highland. Like the one exception I can think of was actually today. I uh, saw a Supergirl and Batgirl walking down Vine Street, which was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, and. 
for my money, as for why an 88, 9-year-old man was employed by Starline Tours, on the one hand, it actually makes perfect sense, because this is a guy that, if he's been in the city, this is it, Starline Tours is, you know, what people pay for to sit in the top of a van, the, the van top is cut off, and they have somebody driving them around the hot spots, you know, telling them about the city and the history of the city. It's, this guy's 89, and he's been around this whole time. He can talk about the history of the city like nobody younger than him. So he's probably a really good tour leader. It's just maybe they should have hired mm-hmm. some security if he's going to have $6,000 cash. <laughs> so he sits on the top of the bus, tells stories about how Hollywood was, and in the meantime, they give money to him? Oh, yeah, I they pay for the tour. Okay. And gets math right. wrong and sounds constipated all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the craziest part of the story to me is that Starline Tours had $6,000. I never thought they did that well. Wow. How much is one of those tours? Uh, it's it's overpriced. I've never actually asked, but it's a it's like three hundred dollars, I think, for like oh god what? no no for no, a no, day. no no for oh. wait, wait for it's for a day. I mean, um, you drive around Hollywood for three hundred bucks? It's not a day long tour. It's it's under a hundred bucks. Um, is it not? They, oh okay. No, I mean it's they drive you around like you know the middle of Hollywood and everything. So it's probably hour or two. Um, I'd say it's probably fifty sixty bucks. Okay, yeah, that, that it wasn't Starline that I did because I went to Hollywood when I was younger, but I don't. Uh, but it was, oh, yeah. was not Starline. So yeah, if you did like a like a day tour or something, then you probably yeah. did something better. Starline's just like the we're hawking on the street. We got the top of this van cut off and we're going. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a road trip with Berryman and Brad. <laughs> I'd go on it. Sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. <laughs> the funny thing though is when I see these guys driving around. Like I was at. A crack intersection the other day trying to get to the 101. I see Starline Tours going by and somebody's talking about the area. I'm like, it, did this used to be something really different or are you telling them like meth statistics? So is is Hollywood Boulevard just kind of run down? It, I mean, mostly. I mean, it, it goes up and down. Like Hollywood and Highland is more. Uh, well, I would say it's mostly. There are things there that are still nice, but. Hollywood in general is just such an overpriced, run-down, stinky, full-of-bum city that I I'm, I hate Hollywood in general. Why um, does everyone want to go there? Well, maybe it used to be nice. Well, it's like, uh, it's like Matthew Perry said in Studio 60 when he was playing a writer. I hate L.A. as much as everybody else, but anywhere else in the country I'm unemployable. <laughs> like it's it. the same for everybody that's here. <laughs> when, you, when you drive down, how many Spider-Men do you see? Uh, oh, they're, Spider-Man's one of the most popular ones. There are all kinds of Spider-Man. I'll be. Yeah, Jimmy... All right, any other... I'm uh, sorry. I was, Go ahead. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel actually interviewed three of the Spider-Men on his, on his uh, talk show, I think, Tuesday night? About, oh, he did? About this very thing. And it was... In a, oh, I'll have, to, I'll have to find that clip and put it on the front page. That's cool. Yeah, uh, he... Uh, <laughs> the funniest thing was the guy he was interviewing actually um, was conspicuously had a lot more details than what was released in the, to the media. Like... <laughs> Like he he said, well this guy he uh, he he actually bought the costume down there at the at the costume shop, and then he sits there and he he does the job in the costume, and then he ditches the costume. They'll never find that guy. <laughs> well, and honestly, this is why I think it's actually a good thing to have some of the other cosplayer guys helping with the search because they probably know the guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. One of the funniest things, I guess, in New York, they. I might have something similar, but one of my favorite Spider-Man-related skits I've seen from the late-night talk show guys, David Letterman had a little game. It was like, how many Spider-Men can we get in a deli? And 
don't know. Have you guys seen this clip? It's hilarious. Yes. Uh, so, well, you have these people ordering bagels and stuff, and then one Spider-Man walks in, and then two. And throughout the show of, of the David Letterman show, you, you do cutaway shots to like 50 Spider-Man, and everybody's pressed up against the wall. And so absolutely and hilarious. Didn't Superman show up at the very end? Oh, yeah. And then they were like, let's send in Superman. Darn that jackal. <laughs> <laughs> Jackal's just multiplying. Bertoni, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? It's a crazy story. Mm, crazy cosplayers, you know, Hollywood people robbing. It It honestly is no, no offense to anyone, you know, like Kevin who lives out there. I mean, it sounds like it's par for the course, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this doesn't happen in Texas and Missouri, I'll tell you right now. We just shoot them. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I, I guarantee somebody's already working on a screenplay. Of the Spider-Man burglar. Yeah, probably five people. And that's a wrap on this episode. Before we go, I want to give another shout-out to our sponsor, MailOrderComics.com. Another example of their great prices is on Ultimate Spider-Man number 25. In this one, Miles meets the new Cloak and Dagger. And will they help get him back into the costume? Well, you have to find out if you read it. The cover price is $3.99. Mail order has it for just $2.47, which is 38% off the cover price. So check them out at mailordercomics.com. Thanks for listening, gang. I'm your host and webmaster, Brad Douglas, for the Spider-Man Crawlspace.com. Spider-Man Crawlspace.com.